And uh, today we uh, are throwing together an episode. Uh, we, we were going to do uh, Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral, but uh, we are going to postpone that a few weeks. We will get to it, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, for now, though, uh, we are going to dig into our bag and do uh, Voivod, Killing Technology, which is another one we had prepared. Uh, today for our co-hosts, we have... Virtual John, as always. What's going on, John? Uh, chilling in the house, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing my part. You, you, uh, you back to work after the quarantine yeah, stuff? Yeah, I am back to work. Uh, no, yeah. no, uh, no symptoms. No residual uh, uh, lung yeah. stuff. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, good to hear. Good to hear. Yep. Thank you very much, sir. And then uh, we have a very special returning co-host. We haven't seen him much since the school year started because he's just working away at that computer science degree. We have Slaving Scott away. Wesley. Making his way back to the podcast. Wow. What up? What up, Scott? Virtual <laughs> Scott is here. It feels good to be back. Yep, yep. It's good to see you, man. I know that. Uh, see you guys yeah, too. you got to work and uh, do school. It's got to friggin' suck in the time of the pandemic. But yeah, you're here. I guess it. Uh, I guess it keeps me busy. So it keeps me out of trouble and out of uh, COVID. So yeah, yeah. It keeps you off the street. You know, I yeah. I know what that's like. Uh, um, <laughs> and then uh, today we have uh, returning guests who uh, suggested this album. It is the blasphemer and the heretic from the Witching Hour, also known as Nate and Reese. What's going on, Nate? What's going on, Reese? Hey, that's Reese. Hello. That's Nate. <laughs> I gotta figure out a better way of uh, doing multiple guests uh, uh, at the same time, since this is an audio medium. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm Reese. Well, it's easier to do it when we're all in the same studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we could just and we could just switch it up just one episode just to mess with people and um, call you by the you know the opposite. You know, um, so yeah, we're doing Voivod, uh, uh, Killing Technology, which is uh, uh, Reese. This is uh, one that I think uh, you suggested, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, this is. It's. I can't say it's early thrash metal, but it's great thrash metal. Yeah. Yeah. Is that heavy metal? And it's, and it's uh, it, they set the foundation for. I mean, you there's sci-fi metal is not something I would call a genre, but mm. also there are so it many sci-fi influenced metal bands, and there is Gent, which is this whole thing of heavy metal that I kind of actually disagree with, but it's kind of a cool sound at the same time. Uh-huh. And they kind of had a piece of that, and they had a piece of modern thrash and crossover, and they came out at a time that that was really apparent, and they helped pave the way for prog metal to in a certain way because they were just thinking outside the box every single album from everything from concept and like the comic book style characters they were attributing these things to Mm -hmm. all the way to the sounds they produced and i don't know they're also really fun i saw them at a place that's now closed down in milwaukee i think probably seven eight years ago yeah a fucking amazing show um wow they played with vector and uh was it the a... headliners on a reunion tour and Vector was there as their opener and it's was like the sci-fi metal night at uh, the 
whatever the hell the metal bar in Cudahy was. I was it a name. was it a bigger venue or was it more of a tight? No, it was real small. Venue? Um, oh I mean, man, those are the best. Might have been the were the best for COVID. Metal grill, metal grill. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, we miss. Uh, we 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 always talk about how much we miss shows. Uh, oh, I was just talking about that today because yeah. they were saying something about uh, it's going to be going on for until like 2022 or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, I miss going to concerts and music festivals yeah. and stuff like that was my that was my one vacation a year was to go to Rockfest and, you know, try That's to hit true. as many shows as I could around here. So, yeah, yeah. No, unfortunately, it is just uh <laughs> just not something that's happening right now but you know there are you know like we've been saying though too there are um you know a lot of uh musicians that are trying to do online live streams and like um you know trying to do you know admissions for certain like live shows you know i've done i've, I've gone to a few of them and uh, you know you get to be in the chat and everything so if you got someone doing it try it out you know it's it's a little it's a little awkward but you know it's the world we're yeah, living think, in right uh... now I think Metallica was doing that for a while. They were doing like Metallica Monday where every week they do like a live performance and stream it. So wow. everyone can watch it. Dang. I mean, that's really cool. Winter and Sorry. black metal is best listened to at least six feet apart from everybody else in the room. So like, that's true. That's you just true. Just sit there and like some grim shit. Just be like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Just, just perfect, everyone you know? just absorbing the, the grimness of it. Become oh, yeah. part of the permafrost. You should, I, I mean, I've always thought that they need to do a winter black metal set on the lakeshore in Madison and just <laughs> be like, yes, we're going to set uh, up on the frozen lake and we're going to play and you're going to freeze your fucking tits off. Like, that would that, be, be awesome. pretty <laughs> freaking That would epic, be very metal. That would be yeah, very Madison. Like frozen that would be very metal. metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so doable. Like someone should at least like do a music video on like the frozen lake during like the middle of winter. Like oh, that has to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Did doable. Did you guys ever like take hallucinogens and go on the lake during a snowstorm? I've never actually. <laughs> no. I think it's. That sounds intense. I think I have a fear of going on the lake when even when it's frozen. Like I've never gone that far onto any lake that's frozen. You know, it it wasn't a bad. I mean, it's it's getting harder now, but like when I was a kid, I, I mean, when I was like in my teens, I had friends that had like ice huts. Oh yeah, know, like Lake Mendota. Yeah, I see. Like I see them you know, sometimes. Go out and hang out with them. They'd fish. Yeah, I do still see I those. Um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I've just never tried it out, but maybe I should. Um, well, it's getting know. harder now, like not in a good way, because it's well, yeah, it, it's it's because uh, sometimes it doesn't freeze thinner. as long. Not harder at all. Yes, very. Yes, yeah, so, thinner, thinner. I, I meant the task Brittle. is getting harder. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, before we get into Voivod killing technology, uh, I was just going to ask you, Nate, a little bit about your uh, uh, Minecraft uh, streaming and stuff. You you stream too, right? I don't really stream yet, but I'm going to start soon. I'm thinking about doing more. Once I'm also in school. Okay. So I'm going to expand into streaming eventually, but right now I mostly, <clears throat> excuse me, right now I just do videos. Um, so a while ago I was doing like hardcore Minecraft, which is where you like, if you die, you die. Um, uh, yeah. And then, and then I kind of moved, I was trying a bunch of different things early on. And yeah. now I'm on a server with some other people from around the world 
actually and also our nice mutual friend of ours dahlia is also doing it yeah um, i just watched that episode uh before the podcast yeah nice. yeah it was it, it made me want to pick up a controller and play with you guys <laughs> well we play in java edition so you you would need a keyboard and mouse only but you know I don't know if you'd be able to play it on Mac either, but <laughs> yeah, it's always uh, it's always a question. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I love I love hate Mac. It's uh, sometimes makes me want to kill technology, if you know what I mean. Like it just mm-hmm. uh, I just want to Start slam right. my keyboard into the screen. Um, but uh, yeah, are you going to? So you're doing Minecraft right now. Are you um, uh, planning on doing um other uh games or do you have another game picked out yet i'm kind of putting well, you on the spot because i know for twitch I, for twitch i was thinking so i'm i'm not sure when it's going to come out yet but but um i'm kind of excited for the latest odd world game i don't know if you y'all heard of um abe's odd odyssey world. it's an older game but like the one with yeah, the, I, used like a, love, I used to love that game the worm yeah guy no you like you're it's a side scroller it's um kind of a it's hard to explain but basically okay. look it up um okay. yeah, yeah yeah the new game is called odd world soul storm and it's coming mm. out in either the end of this year or like the beginning of next year cool. uh it's gonna be a ps it's gonna be a ps5 exclusive at first and then it's going to go to pc and xbox after that at some point maybe okay i don't know if it if i don't even know if it'll go to xbox though actually yeah yeah who knows but, these days yeah. who owns what but um yeah i i'm actually going to be doing a uh a twitch stream of fortnite next tuesday do you have any uh suggestions of uh of, of what i'm getting myself into i've never played fortnite and i've never streamed in front of people but just uh, uh know that you're going to be ba- the the battle royale kind of genre is basically you get parachuted into mm. Hmm. a random map and so just be just think like you would in so any i gotta other build stuff shooter am like, i supposed to build stuff or is that optional suppo- you don't have to build stuff no your goal I'm... is to be the last one standing yeah so yeah, get yeah prepared yeah. for a lot of 12 year olds that are oddly good at shooting and okay, creating okay. things at the same time okay you mean okay. the halo problem yes 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 oh, it's not uh... creating things just shooting things and it's like how are you eight years old you little bastard i know yep, they've been playing since they were in the womb you get eight-year-old kids talking about how they bang your mom and then you gotta headshot them to get justice <laughs> <laughs> right yep yep the wild west of gaming but uh yeah no it's gonna be uh I, i'm i'm not that great at video games i'll be honest i'm good at a few but i wouldn't say that i'm an expert at any so um yeah we'll see what happens we'll, well see what... i mean Precedent says that if you're a cool person and you Twitch stream stuff, you're going to get a lot of followers because it worked I out guess, really well I mean, for AOC, and I hope that it works out well for you too. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can, I can get voted into Congress or something, guys. Yeah, hey, there you for go. You via Twitch but stream. Instead of doing it after you're in Congress, do it to pave your run. In yes, Congress. exactly. I have two hundred thousand mm-hmm. Twitch followers, yep. and they'll vote yep. for me rapidly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the new power structure. Man, Brad, those old guys <laughs> in Congress got to start dying off eventually. 
I don't know, man. Sometimes, so many of them have been there sometimes I wonder years. if they're not cyborgs, <clears throat> like immortal cyborgs or something. You know what I mean? Like uh, immortal nuclear vampire, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, speaking of which, Reese, do you want to actually uh, explain that before we get into the meat of the album? Like, oh. what is the like? You told me that Voivod is the is a character, correct? It is. And hang on a second here. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get that going. <laughs> so, Voivod. Yes. Tell us the story. A created by the band Tell Boy us Bod. the story um, again. But he is based on Bram Stoker's Dracula and a lot of post-apocalyptic fiction and Lord of the Rings and all sorts of stuff. So he's a character who starts out living in Morgoth, the land of eternal war. And he is an immortal vampire who survives the nuclear holocaust and then later throughout all of these albums they produced he goes out into space and like a million things like at one point he's like imprisoned in space for eternity except he escapes and all these crazy things and so at first he's this like brutal like nihilistic character but he gets like more and more introspective and like his immortality goes from like i'm a blood-drenched vampire god to i am like a thinking being who will live forever and my perspective is infinite. And that's also the progression of the band's music because they went from heavy thrash metal that used a synthesizer here and there or something like that to like, I feel like that's progressive and do prog metal before it was cool before it was like, I mean, any of the big prog bands, like they'll be like, Oh my God, Voivod, we, we listened to them and that's why we did it. Like, it almost I was sounds kind of like wondering about that too, because like they have fourteen albums and they started in the eighties, yeah. and I was like, I looked at the last one was released in twenty eighteen. I was kind of curious to see what their music is wow, like still now going twenty eighteen back then. Still real good. Yeah, yeah. But different, but good. Were they still playing uh, shows before the uh, pandemic started? Do yes. You know? uh, as of a couple of years ago, at least. I, you know, let me let me just Google this because I don't remember if they're technically active or not, but they do reunions regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still technically active, and they still technically have one album written or concepted that they have not produced that will finish Voivod's story. Oh, so they're so they've they've actually said that there is going to be a like end cap to this character's story. In theory, yeah. Okay. Probably when they're like you know Rolling Stones age, and they're just like, well, we're gonna finish it now. Yeah, I like it when uh, I I do like it when bands do that um, because it's. then you can kind of look at their whole discography and like go back and um, you know um, look at it like a whole just one one story. Um, but yeah, especially if they're like you know that's the point of their like music is that it is a character and it is a story that's like continuing from track to, or album to album. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Means we can do a lot of Voivod guys. I mean, if it's all the same no. story, I mean. We could do mean, four, 14 episodes of uh, Boy Band. Yeah, yeah, Their yeah. second album is Roar. I think technically <laughs> it's seven albums of of his story, and the rest are interspersed and technically inconsequential, mm-hmm. but it still has a lot of the same feel too. Kind of like like Ender's Game and and all the books with Ender, and then like all the other subsequent books, um, Ender's Shadow, and you know characters around him. Yeah, it's not all canon, but it's all there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know that what is. Canon, I don't it? know yeah. what canon is in that universe. Oh um, man, that that universe. Let's not even but, go there. That's a whole yeah. other podcast. 
Yeah, you wanna you wanna <laughs> ruin a uh, sci-fi series for yourself? Go look up some stuff about the author. Um, <laughs> but it's a it's a great series nonetheless. He's just kind of uh, he's just kind of a, a J.K. Rowling type character. If you catch my drift. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so unpleasant, <laughs> and uh, don't really want to associate with. Yeah, him. it's 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 one of those artists you don't want to know, like like the guy that makes Dilbert. You know, you don't really want to know what's going on in Scott Adams' mind um, so much, because uh, yeah. it's 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 garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, huh? Right, cool. What'd you say? So Evie says hi. Oh, it's Evie. Hi, Evie. That's Evie Metal. Evie Metal's always got to make an appearance on on these episodes. I mean, it's her namesake. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys want to get into the first track of uh, of this this album? Do it. It is the it. titular track, right at the gate, "Killing Technology." I'm gonna close you Discord if you don't shut up. Yep, it's gone. Working at you. So is that you or me or who? I believe that was me. I put it in streaming mode, but for some reason it didn't do anything. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that was k- Killing Technology, and uh, I really, I think I picked that track because I really liked the those chirpy sound effects in the background. Kind of sound like yeah. dolphins, but like <laughs> electronic space dolphins or something. <laughs> it's silly. I mean, it's one of the first, one of the earliest uses of like electronic style sound effects in metal, and that's what I thought was so interesting about this song and this album is. They're using effects that later on would define whole bands and whole like movements in metal. But at this point, it was just like, yeah, we're doing this. Like, we think it's cool to be like computerized voices that sound like digitalized. And I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't done a whole lot. Like, there was like, what was it? Here and there, you'd hear like the band every now and again had a like weird organ robot voice. And then, um, ELO used it once or twice in the album we covered, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I like that. I like the the level of uh, of production. Like, it's lo-fi in a sense, but it's also recorded very well. If that makes any sense, like you can hear everything stand out, even though it's like uh, uh, crunchy and you know a lot of sound at once. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is uh, uh, like you were you were telling me that this this world uh, that Voivod lives in is like a state of constant war, essentially, and this album is definitely emblematic of that. Like it's it's uh, uh, start to finish, there is just it's just kind of a dystopia type deal happening, you know? Um, yeah. On the song, kind of interesting, <clears throat> especially for like the time zone that it came in, because like you know it's saying that we're connected and that uh you know it's just kind of in the the start of the upbringing of technology and like they're saying you know it's it's uh how do i explain it it's like where we are now like how connected we are with technology and like everybody's like stuck in their phone or on a computer or something you know it's just like this is the growing killing technology you know 
yeah yeah it's it was so like far from what we have now like i mean you know you think back to 87 and like when they're talking about computers in 87 like they don't even know you know yeah, right. that that those types of things are going to you know be in your pocket or whatever right um, like the old teachers used to say you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket yeah yeah that was that was... I don't have a calculator in my pocket. I have a phone that does internet and calculator and flashlight and everything else. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to look at an earlier weird exploration of vocoder in music, though, at another time, yeah. especially listeners, yeah. check out Computer Cowboy from the album Trans from Neil Young. He did this uh, experimental Computer album in the early Cowboy. 80s that's uh, that where he used like a very robotic voice in that song, especially. You know, it's, I it, that's what this reminded me of. I bet that's why Bright Eyes did that one electronic album. It's probably like his nod to Neil Young, because like he was mostly like you know kind of like folksy bluegrass stuff too. Uh, but he did one, just one album one time that was just full on electronic. Who did? Oh, Bright Eyes. I said. Uh, oh yeah, man. yeah, gotcha. yeah. Uh, Connor Oberst. Um, Actually, they have a really good album out that they came out with recently. Um, but yeah, this is far from Bright Eyes, what we're listening to now. Um, <laughs> you're you're sure. muted, Nate. I think you're muted. Um, yeah, it, it kind of starts just the the kind of in a paranoid almost rant throughout like all these things. Um, that's one thing I kind of like about this album in general is like the uh, the way the lyrics uh, uh, kind of are almost uh disjointed from like thought to thought and i like that there's it's not like verse chorus verse chorus at all you know yeah it's a it's a progressive story the whole way through kind of and yeah yeah like you might not like if you just closed your eyes and didn't look at the tracks as they pass you might not know where the uh except for a few spots it's like really obvious but like yeah, it's pretty seamless throughout the whole yeah. thing. It's like one, yeah, kind of motion that really, really works together. Like this, all of these songs sound like they should be where they are and uh, uh, you know, together. Although we will say, uh, uh, going up for the um, front here, we have uh, chosen the nine-track version of this album. Um, there was uh, a vinyl release that had seven tracks, but then. The cassette and CD release had uh, an extra track um, on each side. So like tracks four and tracks nine in that context. And most digital versions you'll find nowadays on Spotify, et cetera, are all going to be uh, the full album, the full song list. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, So this song, yeah, you were telling me. this seems like it was inspired by Chernobyl, which was really only a couple of years in the past for them at that point. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, God, what year was Chernobyl? I'm blanking. 80. 80, um, so it was a year yeah, before it was yeah, Chernobyl. So this, this well, which whole is, song, is kind yeah, of and they were recording it in '86. So, yes, yeah, probably like literally happening, and they're watching it on TV while they were recording this album. Yeah, actually, that really tracks for a lot of these songs. Yeah, honestly. nuclear vampires, man. I mean, what comes out of Chernobyl, huh? huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, this is like them, like kind of like theorizing and 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 thinking about like you know what the possibilities are what the consequences might be for Chernobyl and like probably thinking about all the other nuclear places all over the, the world 
you know, I'm sure there was a lot, like a lot of anxiety around that. Oh yeah. Um, and also the, the kind of theme of like feeling like a, you know, a robot without purpose in society, um, which is like a, you know, really, I mean, that's always kind of a theme in music, but like, I feel like it really was in like the late eighties, early nineties and stuff once like, I don't know, like the, maybe it's when the pop machine grinded every good thing into a, like a, a selling thing, <laughs> something that made yeah. money. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a weird time, I think, probably for an artist, because like the '80s seemed like a very like uh, poppy and very like bright and uh, rich time, you know. So it I seemed could like see... it was kind of uh, <clears throat> it was like polar opposites. It was either like poppy or like really heavy. Yeah, and people, and people like hated the heavy shit. They were like, "No, this is satanic, and we need to shut this shit down." You know? uh, yeah, yeah, there was a. Yeah, much bigger of a divide than there is now. Like it's pretty acceptable to listen to what what the fuck ever, I guess, these days. But yeah, right. Nobody really cares. And like, if you have a genre that you like, that's what you listen to. You know, yeah, no one really yeah. cares. Like yeah. at work, I'm like the metal guy. That's what I listen to all the time. And mm. you know, uh, like I love being the metal guy. I'm usually it, the metal. Guy. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's too heavy for a lot of people. And like, they listen to like country or like you know pop yeah. rock or something like that. And yeah, yeah. I just think that that's funny because they come in the warehouse that I'm working in. They're like, "What the hell are you listening to?" And it's just like <laughs> in the background. <laughs> well, what's nice is like, I mean, nowadays you can like you can look up on YouTube like people reacting to this genre so you can kind of get like you know you get like a weird insight into all of the weird fandoms that people have in a way that you couldn't back in the day um but so sometime i'm gonna make you guys listen to a saint Vitus album called uh okay. born too late they were like pretty early black sabbath worshiper guys and uh mm -hmm. that's almost a genre on its own album well, one one the the best, my most favorite song on the album, let's say, is about being born too late for the metal era or the hippie era, and they uh, uh, look like, you know, everybody thinks you look like a zombie with your long hair and your outdated clothes and et cetera, et cetera. And it's so yeah, yeah. But it was an '86 album too, which is what made me think of it. Is same same two year period this came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what before we move on to the next track, what were the other uh, record labels that this came out on? Oh God! Okay, so yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, Wikipedia page says it came out on um, uh, Noise Records, and I don't. She's think... correct, except yeah. Also, it was re-released repeatedly on. Oh, let's see. So it was on Noise Records originally as a twelve-inch vinyl. Then was on Cobra Records, Combat Records, mm -hmm. um, all within the same year, and then by '88 it had jumped to Phantom, and then went to MG. Back to noise, Valentine Sound. So any any. So how many how many record labels did this release on then? There are many labels, um, but Noise Records has also always held a copyright to it. It looks like, which is pretty cool. Uh, okay, so Noise Records is the actual yeah. So they're the ones that like ASCAP or whatever deal with, and so. uh, okay, okay. They always get the percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that makes sense because I was gonna say yeah someone needs to be doing the books on the plays probably because it's on you know it's on Spotify so 
they're got they're getting some minuscule amount of money <laughs> for plays. How much money are you guys getting from the podcasting, by the way? Oh, um, oh, we can we can talk about that off mic, probably. <laughs> we can talk about that off mic. It's not a great business strategy I have right now. Oh, but I am launching a Patreon uh, called Flyover State Park. Uh, Patreon.com slash Flyover State Park, which is the name I'm going to be changing the podcast company to. Uh, just thought I'd drop that plug right in the middle of the podcast when no one's expecting it. Um, <laughs> but, on Patreon. Do you have your clothes on or off during this podcast? Uh, hmm. I guess uh, we'll 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 uh, have fan submissions. Uh, uh, we'll put out like maybe a a, a a bulletin. They can, you know, maybe decide every week which one of us is uh, shirtless. Um, but the uh, concept our only fans. But that's gonna well, that is gonna be a higher tier though. I will have to say that that the shirtless is gonna be a higher tier. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we live in a $2 hooker. Yeah, no, that's, that's going to be 10 to 15 at least. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 20. You're you're right. You're right. I should, I should stick up for myself more Reese. 20. Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, yeah. Reese and and Nate are actually going to be helping me out with the album concept hour side B on that, uh, which we'll be talking more about when we have a few episodes in the books. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on to track two of Killing Technology. This is Overreaction. Now this one really reminded me of like some like Black Flag, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like really That's like really punk. Good, yeah, you know. Yeah, just like that that song. Like I mean, everyone knows the uh, uh, what's that? Like the Coca the Coca Cola song. Like I just want a Coke, Mom. I just want or no Pepsi. I just wanted a Pepsi. Well, that's suicidal tendencies. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I get those guys mixed up. But that <laughs> kind of vocal is like a type of vocal from yeah. that time, you know. Yeah, that was the same era very much. And like, actually, uh, DRI, the Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, were also the same era. And it's interesting because like Voivod doesn't get quoted as a threat as a crossover thrash band because they were yeah. never a punk band first. But the style they yeah. played was very crossover thrash. Like, yeah, maybe like at that point, the punk uh, influence was just unavoidable, um, just because of of how much it was taking off. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Like, because I mean, because you hear, you know, um, like for Mastodon, for instance, you know, it is it is, you know, pulling from, you know, inspirations from before. But you can tell that it came out alongside all of these like emo and hardcore and screamo bands, kind of, you know what I mean? So, sure. yeah, maybe that is like a remnant of just being around it so much and, uh, you know, having similar fans or something. But. Yeah, you can really, really hear that 80s punk, like, yell. You know, it's very, there's a very specific time frame that I, that, that yell really exists in my mind. Oh, and I, and I love it. That is, like, a sound that I go for, and I think that just I do something that I, I'm attracted to in this album. Yeah, it does make me miss that, like, because you only hear it in the context of, like, the, the punk rock. Oh, but, so old Dark Throne um, is one of my favorite okay. go-tos for that kind of song, and old, actually, old Bathory. Um, 
like when you're talking like black metal Bathory before they started doing Viking metal, okay. there was a lot of that yeah that I can't even do because my voice doesn't go high like that. But, yeah, um, it's a weird kind of yelling that I don't know how to yeah. how it works. Scott <laughs> Scott can probably do it, but <laughs> I make all kinds of weird noises. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, convert one of my coworkers into a metalhead. He's a uh, mm. he's an older guy, um, like in the '60s, and uh, he listens to like bluegrass and like folk music. <laughs> You're trying yeah. to convert I'm, him uh, into I'm a metalhead. Slowly head, converting huh? him. I tried to get him to listen to some pirate metal the other day, and he didn't really like that so much. So uh, mm. that didn't work. But every morning when I greet him, I'm like. <laughs> and like he's like you're gonna break your voice one of these days and you know i always growl at him just to try to get him riled on it but it's, uh, uh, it's a work in progress yeah oh, yeah give, give him some panopticon man give him some uh crossover folky black metal that's... yeah I was, yeah panopticon the one you posted the other day that is got a banjo man yeah got a banjo. there we go he'll yeah. love it yeah we definitely gotta cover some of that i'm uh I'm slowly converting him. It's just going to take a while. I don't know. Maybe by the uh, that time could I'm take a school. minute. Yeah, that could. You got to start drawing uh, pentagrams on the bottom of his stuff so that he's just constantly holding a pentagram in his hands, and slowly it'll leach into his being. You don't actually have to do anything else. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. It's it's the magic of it. You know, the five just points. like etch one in the ceiling right above his chair, so that way it's always pouring onto him. That's yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. That's like, actually a really good idea. You, like pick up his his like coffee and just draw six 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 on the bottom and set it back down. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. All the time. Uh huh. Yeah. I agree with all. Oh, yeah. I agree with all of these things. Satanism. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so we were. Uh, so when this, I was looking at the lyrics to this yes, song. I uh, had to do some research because uh, they talk about the China syndrome. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely had to look that one up. And I had never heard of it before. Apparently, it's a movie too. It's a 1979 yeah. like film. Thriller, thriller drama movie. Um, yeah, but uh, I looked into what it is, and apparently, it refers to a reactor accident where an activity or reactivity becomes so supercritical that operators cannot control it. So, kind of makes sense for the song. Um, but I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, just never heard of the China syndrome well, before. And I also re- read that it was in the context of like, you know how the old, th- the old thing was like, Oh, you can, you dig your, if you dig far enough, you'll dig to China. Yeah. Right. I think that the whole thing was like, it burned all the way through the earth and that's why it was the China syndrome. Yeah. I saw something about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird reason to name it that but uh you know i remember i remember that being more of a thing people talking about china being at the opposite side of the world no matter where you were even if it didn't make yeah, sense yeah right <laughs> always dig a hole straight through to china yeah that was in everything it was in cartoons it was in like <clears throat> movies oh looney tunes love doing this yeah, oh, yeah 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 real looney tunes uh, uh move right there um but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but in this, like, they're talking about like more in the sense of like Chernobyl, because like we said, it's happening like as they're writing this. Writing, um, yeah. And uh, uh, you know, just this is just kind of describing just a nuclear fallout in in general. You know, and, this is I like mean, the transition into the post-apocalyptic world that uh, Voivod lives in. And the corporation covering it up and saying, don't be scared. You know, it's the engines exploded, but it's just a technological risk. Like, I like the, I really like the line. Um, what was it? Feel the disease, the nuclearchy. 
Yeah. I like the word <laughs> nuclearchy because it's just like it takes it takes like you know uh, um, the uh, patriarchy or not patriarchy the um, uh, oligarchy to the next level. You know what I mean? It's like not only are you an oligarch, but you are also like in control of nuclear power. So much power. Too much. Is that power. Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? Then he's he's a nuclearch. Then. Yeah, I, I, yeah, actually, he might be the first nuclearch. Maybe this is about Springfield. <laughs> Maybe that's where all of this takes place. Voivod's uh, adventures. I mean, The Simpsons has been, uh, you know, doing. Uh predicting the future for years so yeah know. i mean they're, they're pretty much in every universe and just uh, uh you just don't realize it you know yeah they're the they're undercover time travelers yeah they're kind of like like the watchers in like marvel you know they're just kind of they see everything they're they are you know omnipotent um matt, matt groaning is a watcher i guess is what i'm saying and they still then they let family guy into their world <laughs> they, and they let family guy happen they <laughs> need somebody who's just clearly an idiot to like throw some noise out there. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, to throw the off, best throw part off the of scent. that episode was like when they found the Springfield sign. And they were like, oh, we go back here. Yeah, I think it's more of like a one shot deal. <laughs> yeah, we're never coming back here, but hey, we're yeah. here. So let's enjoy the ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is saying stuff like you. you everyone kind of knows, like you know, awaiting to suffocate, purchasing the program, vomiting the pollution of energy games. Like it's just very much like it's kind of just listing out, like oh, it's just gonna be fucked up. It sucks. We're lucky right. we'll die young. <laughs> We're lucky we'll die young. It's hard to endure to be a mutant. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. And I gotta say, like coming from you know now uh, with you know climate change you know, go, having come a lot further since then, it's just like, man, you don't even know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll, we'll take nuclear power at this point. Just get rid of the fucking coal and all the shit you thought was going to be phased yeah, out, like, yeah. 40 years ago. Oh, and I like, okay, so this ties into what I was just saying. That, so the next track is um, kind of about some of those, like, uh, uh, the Earth's reactions to, like, what we're doing to the environment. So... Um, it's called Tornado, and it's just, uh, just a, it's a tornado, you know? Real whirlwind of a hit. <laughs> Wow, what was that you, Scott? That was me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> truly, all hype. Truly, and like the whole time I was listening to this album, like my double bass legs were just like going crazy. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I didn't dude. stop the whole time, like flipping out. Blast beats all over the place in this motherfucker. <laughs> yes, absolute scream down, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Uh, well, I do days. it every morning, like I said, I do it because I do the deep growl, and then I do that growl at Doug, and he's always like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> wow, you, you know, you might be unintentionally like building up like muscles in your 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 vo- voice box. That oh, is that's perfect hopefully for that. the goal. I mean, yeah, one day you can just join a metal band for fully formed. 
Yeah, right. I'll just walk <laughs> in there and that's how I'll talk. Hey guys, what's that? <laughs> never never speak <laughs> in your normal voice. Metal, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is a very descriptive uh track though. It's it's like uh uh cumulonimbus storms arrive, lightning flashes a hundred miles around, electric collision course creates the elephant trunk. It's like you know, I like the I like the clip that you picked for this because it really like that guitar music really like exemplifies a you know a tornado of sound, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It definitely sounds like it's just like it's nonstop. It's chaos. Like, yeah, chaotic. Feels um, like you're sitting outside, like watching the, the twister come at you. Yeah, you're it's sitting it's in like, a chair with a cigarette. Come at me, Twister. It's like a metal version of the Wizard of Oz scene. You think you, you can know? make my life less? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I wonder if you could just play this over that scene in The Wizard of Oz. I don't know. Um, I like that idea. That, so, that sounds like a high idea. That sounds like Isn't a. It does sound like a high idea. Uh, yeah, the there's supposedly Dark Side of the Moon. Um, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Uh, uh, Paul Blart, Mark Malkop Two, I believe, also follows the the pattern. Um, yeah, there's a lot of random ones. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, um, I I forgot what I was gonna say on this, but it's it's mostly just just a lot of chaos, just a lot of fucking chaos. I mean, it's like yeah, the the nuclear bombs hit, and then this is like the the weather just swirling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, and then the next track is something that is uh, this is one of the tracks that is not on the vinyl. But it is on the uh, uh, cassette and CD version. So this is too tired to scream. Too scared to scream. T- sorry, too scared to scream. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need a fix. I love the way he says that. That I sounds need very a punk. Fix. Very punk. Yeah, sounds like he really, really needs a fix. Yeah, and he's, they're just having fun, you know, with these weird vo- vocal patterns that he's using. Because this isn't like for anyone but him, right? Like, <laughs> they are also a, a, a French Canadian band, and that is another factor here as well. Oh, as yeah, that's actually... right. We haven't mentioned that. Yeah, they Native are Canadian. Speakers. Um, although they're, you know, being in Quebec, I guess they mostly speak English as well, but with French accents or Canadian French accents. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. find that interesting with bands how uh, <clears throat> no matter where you're from, you can always sing in relatively good English. Yeah, yeah. That is something that seems to um, go across a lot of uh, uh, barriers. I don't know if it's just because. You know, we were one of the first to popularize music worldwide, or if it's just the colonization factor of the language, or if it's actually just sounds the best in song form and it's just easiest to sing. I yeah, really right. don't know what the case is. <laughs> like I've, there's we should like do an episode. Of bands that I didn't even know that they were from other countries until I like 
like heard the singer talk um like avatar they're yeah. this band from sweden yeah and like he sings in perfect english but then when he talks he's got like this hardcore swedish accent and you can barely understand what he's saying yeah you know blue, blue suede uh the song that was popular from um from uh, guardians of the galaxy one the the uga shaka uga uga that that's oh, yeah. that's a swedish swedish group the swedish group um and uh that's what yeah it's blue swedes not blue suede and uh yeah it's yeah it's it's a swedish group um you wouldn't know it, it just listening to the song cuz it sounds like you know it's it's a it's you know we know it as a you know uh, an american radio hit so like you know I, yeah, I didn't know. know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was really I surprised. It was blue suede yeah, time. that's what most people I think pronounce it as, but it's blue sweets. Yeah, yeah. Well, Today unless they're wait, the unless it's a play smart. on, they're doing a play on words. I don't know. I I I don't have it in front of me. English um, language is hard. Call, call me out if I'm wrong on this, people. I um, good at I'm English. taking it on faith, Brad. I'm taking it on faith. All right, all right. I only speak truth. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of these, these lyrics though. What's going oh, on with I mean, Voivod? So this guy's fleeing Morgoth, his land of eternal war. Which is Lord of the Rings. Based, that's a, that's a Lord of the Rings term, right? Not quite. It's, it's. Oh, is that predate? I mean, let's say effectively. Okay. Okay. But does, does that predate Lord of the Rings then? Morgoth? No, I don't know. Um, I mean, he's he's basically making a Lord of the Rings parallel in his own sci-fi universe, in theory. Well, yeah, like we've we've run into that a few times. Well, well, in Murder of the Universe, there was a reference to, um, uh, oh yeah, 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 the Balrog. That's from Lord of the Rings as well, but it's not a Lord of the Rings Balrog. You know, right? He's just lifting it, and it's like, hey, that's cool, cool idea. I'm going to put it in my little story. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, what were you saying though, Reese? Before I uh, interrupt oh, you, uh, I I feel like this whole song is the guy. He's fleeing his like land of eternal war, and mm-hmm. is like suffering PTSD because they're talking about kind of a psychic breakdown as he's getting out, and he's paranoid, and you know, refers to himself as a schizo, which is inappropriate, by the way. But uh, yes, yes, know. not not uh, PC. You know his 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 desire to like do violence and he's constantly talking about like trying to do violence but then he doesn't understand what's going on in the world around him and yeah Yeah, it's it's kind of like the uh the violence that that has been inflicted upon him he's at the stage where he's not he's like accepted it as part of himself um like, like he's he's like running away but he's also part of this weird messed up world as well you know yeah yeah um but uh i was gonna say um do you guys want to do uh what are we drinking and then take a break um and uh reese i know you have to leave at some point right i've got some time yet it's uh because it's earlier here than it is there where you guys are okay good uh, good we can take advantage of the the time warp Yes. Um, so yeah, yes. we'll uh, do the yeah. time work again, <laughs> and we'll uh, yeah. So we'll go right into uh, what are we drinking? Oh, 
All right, so uh, this is what is Dave drinking. Dave is gone right now, but uh, we are drinking. Uh, at least some of us are. Um, I'll uh, let's see. I'm just gonna go with what I see in the Zoom. So Nate, what are you been? What are you sipping on tonight, Nate? Earlier, I was having a pseudo sue, and then also a chocolate stout that I can't remember the exact brand of. Okay. I'll, okay. Look at this. This is like the most generic chocolate stout can i've ever I seen that <laughs> it just says <laughs> chocolate Man. stout this is like beer th- yeah it's like kirkland or something <laughs> it I don't really says chocolate stout yeah, yeah. but before Your that i had a pseudo before that i had a pseudo sue from uh goliath toppling goliath i think is the name of the okay the great fucking beer nice yeah pseudo sue Pseudo, it's got the T-Rex on the side. You've probably seen it at the later store. It's oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The T-Rex Sue. Yeah, the one in, yeah. it was in Rockford for a minute. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Scott? What have you been sipping on tonight? Oh, not too much. Uh, I drank a little bit too much last night, so I'm just uh, taking her easy yeah. with some dew tonight. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah, keeping I, me awake. Yeah, I, yep, uh, keeping, me, uh, keeping me rolling, you know. Yeah. Does yeah. anybody know? I've heard some stupid apocryphal thing that Mountain Dew was created to replace moonshine in the South. Anybody huh. know if that's accurate at all? I mean, I've, I've okay, heard okay, no, no, no. What what it is is Mountain Dew was the Mountain Dew was a word for moonshine. Okay. Oh. Because like that's Mountain Dew when they when when you see old country saw like if you ever pay attention to like old hee-haw skits and. Old country songs when they mention Mountain Dew, that's that's moonshine. That's that's. Moonshine. I mean, it makes it's, sense, it's, you know. They whatever. hide you up in the hills and make their moonshine. I, I don't know when when the the creators of Mountain Dew decided to name so Mountain Dew and for what purpose, but originally Mountain Dew was. Mountain so Mountain Dew was kind of like candy cigarettes. Is that was that what oh. we're to understand? Because like yeah, yeah, because like yeah, it was it but would you're, be. You're saying Mountain Dew is like a candy cig, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like so, so you could like have your candy cigarettes and drink your Mountain Dew while your parents were smoking cigarettes and drinking Mountain Dew. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is that. Yeah, that's about the same concept. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume that that is the reasoning behind it because that sounds. Funny. I mean, that's one of it. No. I mean, they had to. It, it had like. Yeah, that transition Ooh, happened at some point. Some, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like Coca-Cola. Yeah, I don't know. Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. That's, yeah, that's Not true. Anymore. That's true. That's true. That came from, the, the, it came from something. You'd think for 2020 they could at least give us that back, you know? Like, I know. Well, you know, they, they could maybe get it back in Oregon now, so uh, who knows? Only decriminalized. Yes. So, everybody would be power yeah, cleaning yeah. their house yeah, and yeah. Fucking running around freaking yeah. out. I like uh, there's a there's a meme I saw that was like uh, uh, the the waiter is like oh here's your coke and it's like uh, or um, would you like some coke and she's like yeah and I'll also have a drink you know because like <laughs> can get that you have a straw for me <laughs> right straws are gonna uh, come back well I take a straw with the drink too <laughs> um, but what about you John what have you been uh, sipping on tonight well you got your basic bitch over here sipping on the ice house edge. Nice house edge. It was cheap. It's crisp. Two ninety nine. It's clean. Two ninety nine. You know what you're getting. Stores for a four pack. It's reliable. It does the Most trick. Most people will screw you up. 
Drink Ice House Itch. Oh, yeah. We should make an ad for Ice House Itch. Man, I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> all we need is for companies to catch on to us. Half yeah. the shit we're doing is free right Just now. Just one beer company. Send us a bunch of beer and we will drink it. I'm promising you right Listen, now. If you send me you. beer, I will drink it if it's not poison. Well, oh, other well, than now, other now, than hold on, it dude. is literally poison, but I mean all, all drink is poison. <laughs> but we like our poison like we like our liquor. Stuff that doesn't kill me right away. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Slowly. <laughs> if it makes death. me feel good. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Hey. Dun, 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 dun. Ice House Edge. What about you, uh, Reese? What have you been sipping on tonight? I know oh, you just got I'm drinking Montucky Cold Snacks. Mm. Oh, I love Montucky Cold Snacks. Is that they wait, are, Kentucky? Uh, PBR, and it is the unofficial beer of Montana. Oh. Uh, unofficial beer of Montana. Did you hear weed just got legalized in Montana? Yeah. No shit. Yep. Good yep. A friend of mine yep. lives out there. She just said it was on their last ballot. Yeah. It just got Montana's so got far. weed, Oregon's got cocaine, and we ain't got shit in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Come on, people. surrounded by legal states. Legalized. Bullshit. You got Republicans in Wisconsin. Yeah, it, it's like Republicans smoke weed. I don't understand. Everybody smokes. Everybody smokes. So many of them do. Yeah. yeah. I literally. Oh. Come on, people. I'm just saying. If you are, if you smoke weed, you gotta come out and make this stuff happen in Wisconsin, guys. Um. (laughs) Get rid of that issue so we can get back to the real issues. Yeah, man. Uh, What about you? Oh, is that uh, that the only one you've been drinking tonight so far? Yeah, actually, I'm on uh, number two of those. Nice, Uh, nice. And then I had some. Several shots of tequila and whiskey. Uh, Fortaleza tequila and uh, Ooh, nice. Fortaleza, which is like the strength. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then, shit, I actually don't remember the whiskey. Because I was working and I That's got good to whiskey at a place my buddy runs. And he's like, well, you better try this and this and this. And so. Yeah, yeah. On a good day. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, as for me, I've been, uh, I started off with a rum and coke with my uh jack daniels it's like way too strong i'm trying to get rid of that um and then i have uh oh yeah the fuck covid by ale asylum Ooh, which one um this one is uh the hazy pale ale there's also there's also a lager i think so yeah i think it's like 2.0 or something yeah but i love ale asylum you know i usually get uh um you know hopalicious so this is like very similar so i'm enjoying it and uh you need a sponsor those are probably your guys oh shit dude i never even thought about that i love me some ale asylum they did uh their their last uh before i moved their bar special was uh it was catching next tuesday was their was their tuesday bar special and at the same time as launching something called Catchy Next Tuesday, uh, they also eliminated their entire kids' menu and said that kids cannot order cheese-only pizzas. All pizzas must have toppings. So That's bull. They're just like, well, they'll make it exception. Pizzas they're, like, they're just like, get the fucking kids out of the tap room. Let's just, you know, uh, get drunk uh, and be I adults see. here. I see. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So they eliminated the cheese pizza in a way to to uh, address that. <laughs> Apparently, well, there's a petty way to do everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you just drop a couple of sausages on there, you know. You got some cheese on there. 
Otherwise, I hate how people think you can't bring your kid, but we're not making goddamn food for your little kids in our restaurant. That's a brew pub, which I feel. Uh, <laughs> I do kind of hate when people take their kids to the restaurant or the bar. Well, not the restaurant. The restaurant's different. If it's a restaurant, cool. But if it's a bar, bar, like it. Well, get them the bar during okay, the, okay. Bar during the daytime they, is they, like they, okay. Can I? Can I? But can like, I, I, at I, night? I have to. I iterate an understanding to you. <laughs> that you live in was you, you live in Wisconsin, correct? Yeah, we all yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, he Reese. Used I to. have so many relatives. Just like like, did, oh, man, they grew up in bars. Hey man, I <laughs> sat at the bar and gave your kids quarters to go play games while you got to sit at the bar for three hours. But it's but it's that kind of bar. That's the difference. Is like I mean, that's the kind of bar that's got a Pac-Man machine and back and a pool table. That the kids, it's all broken, and the kids uh-huh. play at that fucking pool table. Yeah, it's not like a nice joint where it's like, no, I want to be an adult. If the, the thing is, if you're gonna bring your kids to a nice bar, then every fucking parent that gets handed in there or non-parent that gets handed in there should get handed a beaten stick that they can just whip the kids with and they go back. <laughs> get the fuck away from you, little kids! Like fuck away. I think there's going to be an Let unpopular opinion, but but yeah, no, I think the country is. I think the country is probably uh, uh, a little different, though. I because like, yeah, I have been in the situation where when I I, I went to the church in the bar, uh, there was you know people that brought their kids. There was a there was a kid baptized at the bar, but um, yeah, I think I think when it gets like to a certain hour of the night, I think that's when kids should not be around the bar. You know what I mean, like. Past like well, nine p.m. Night, most kids should be in bed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like they shouldn't be in the bar when the the people are getting the most trashed because that will kind of undermine their like undermines <laughs> trust the in adults. Um, <laughs> I respect the hell out of the fact that in Wisconsin you can still sit your kid down at the bar and buy him a glass of whiskey. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. That's, that's something true. that we can do here. Yeah, I can't the, wait till I can years buy my kid. Years between eighteen and twenty-one are the worst for any kid in Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is a, it is a problem. <laughs> I mean, we're weird, we're making light, you know, but, but Wisconsin's got a specific. Look, we life. wouldn't. It took Reagan to be like, "I'll cut off your road funding before we actually raise the the drinking age to 21. Oh yeah, there's a lot of problems from that when there was different drinking ages. Yeah, there's a lot of car accidents. We we held out for so long. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the rest of the country, we held out. Now, now our kids deserve to drink at 18. I'm not going to tell my kid he can't drink at 18. Yeah, it's also really been hurting (laughs) us. Married, if you get married, you can drink from 18 to 21 if your spouse is older and allows you. That's so dumb. Huh? Interesting. But it was a. I get why it's a Wisconsin law. It was a way around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marry someone who's 21 and you can drink for three <laughs> Everyone outside of Wisconsin is just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? What are these raging alcoholics talking about? <laughs> we are all raging alcoholics compared to the rest of you, it's, by the way. It's uh, cultural. And by the way, here's to Dave. Cheers, yes, to, cheers to Dave. Cheers to what is Dave's drinking? Yes, yes. I hope and he's a feeling better. Conversation about Wisconsin alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has <laughs> been a, this has been a good. What is Dave drinking? So, cheers to Dave. What is Dave drinking? 
All right. Well, we're going to take that break, and then we will get right back into Voivod. And we have five tracks left on this album. So we will uh, get back with the rest of this dystopian nightmare. Hey, everyone. This is Grant Summerlin, and you're listening to the album Concept Hour. Welcome back, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. We are on the second half of the podcast. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, and we have co-hosts Virtual John and Virtual Scott. What's up, guys? Waza. And we also have uh, Virtual Nate and Virtual Reese. What's going on, guys? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> and uh yeah as you know we are, energy, Nate? we are uh <laughs> cats his energy is being shared that's yes. true yeah the cat the cat has boundless energy and he's absorbing it um but yeah we are covering voivod's uh killing technology that came out in 1987 and uh we are about to get on to track five or track four if you're listening to it on the vinyl and uh this is uh oh yeah i like this one forgotten in space oh that is solid ending but yeah, I really I want to mention uh, Clutch though when we're talking about this song, just because like uh, I really see a lot of connections uh, between like I, Clutch. I think most almost assuredly listened to this band and liked them because like their album, um, uh, sorry, it's not. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's self-titled, but it's got Space Grass in it. Um, there is a lot of like you know weird thrashy stuff with like space uh alleg- like going off into space and like uh uh there's a prison uh planet that he goes to at some point which is also something talked about in uh some voivod uh i think i think some of this album mentions that i think they mentioned it in the song maybe even but um yeah i just uh, what what were you calling it earlier you were, you were kind of I think trying to put a, a word to that kind of like space uh, uh, theme and metal uh, sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, you it can't should call have sci-fi a, metal a subgenre, but sci-fi metal is a theme that you see all the time. Like yeah, especially metal in metal, big thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, personally, it's some of my favorite metal is when they go into those kinds of things. Like, I just love just thinking about space and like uh uh just weird in bet- like in microscopic stuff maybe even it's weird you know i like that kind of uh, expansive perspective i guess um cuz just yeah, space there's just you know limitless possibilities with where you could go with that you know um, never ending void but in this one that's well, kind think- of the whole point of space and in our mind, you know, like with yeah. what's out there, who knows? Who yeah. knows, man? Yeah, yeah. One thing I'm Twilight appreciating Zone. about this album is like the uh like the lyrics are very descriptive. Like it, it helps you paint a picture of like what's going on and like That's true. You don't really have to read through the lyrics, like you know, like some songs like I know that they just 
I feel like their whole purpose is to not make sense. You know, uh-huh. some bands do that. Yeah. And like, there's some bands where it's like, they like the concept, you know, they tell the story and it's like very descriptive. And like every song that I've read the lyrics to, like I have, I can imagine it and I feel like I'm living the song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there, you don't have to really infer a whole lot because it's, it's like, it's kind of laid out. It's a, it's like a short story almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing interpretive here. This is like comic book. Like, let's write it out with explosions and speech bubbles and stuff, and yell it at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it um like you know just an example like the jail ship is flying high from the ground to out of sight to pay they pay their crimes locked inside where they go the judge knows you know so they're setting up they're they're also continuing to set up this uh, dystopia. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, they're just telling you what is literally happening to our, uh, maybe our main character or the people in this, uh, uh, I guess society right now. Um, All the people being sent off to the, uh, the jail planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it which is another common theme in a lot of these sci-fi, uh, uh, metal songs is, it seems like everyone eventually gets to a space prison of some kind. Can you imagine like a whole planet that's a prison? Oh my god! Like where do the workers live? <laughs> they are Probably the workers. The they are the workers. They're god. slaves in the prison. That's who, that's who runs the prison. <laughs> like it's like Rick and Morty, you know? Like, it's or just or you have like like that Rick life. and Morty, like, old cybernetic jail. Yeah, you, know, you, you get put in a little spot and. and Slavery with on. slavery with extra steps, pretty much. <laughs> what are you saying, Reese? That sounds like slavery with extra steps. <laughs> Man, Rick and Morty is so real. God damn. So good. What were you saying, Reese? I bought, uh, I bought a Rick and Morty hat. Oh, you did. Yeah, it's got the uh, it's got the portal on it, and it's got Rick's arm sticking out of it, flicking some people off. <laughs> mm, mm, classic. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I still haven't seen most of season three yet because I don't, I haven't paid for it. But I'll, it'll be free. At some I have point. it. Some I have it. Um, Do you ever see the, the dragon episode? Yes. Slot. So is, is Rick and Morty going to launch its next season as like, I don't know, a Patreon? Listen, where you Rick and Morty that. still needs to <laughs> right. answer the question. Of, of of evil morning. I need to know. So he's leader of the Citadel of Ricks now. What's gonna happen? He also is I have to know. And the Morty torture device in season one. That was also yeah. evil Morty. Yeah. I understand. More on the next Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We will. Uh, maybe we'll get to it in Travelers or something. Um, I was gonna throw in there that so the prison planet concept and like the yeah, space yeah. thing. One of the one of the earlier. I would never say the earliest, one of the earlier sci-fi iterations of that was on Dune where, and this is really present in my mind because I just watched the old Dune movie with uh, yeah. What's-His-Face from Twin Peaks and everything. And there's that trailer out. Yeah, um, yep. But the the Sardaukar, they're like extreme, you know, the Emperor's special troops are all, they're all from the prison planet in the book. And the prison planet is this incredibly harsh planet where everybody just kills each other all the time, pretty much. Yeah. That's how these guys are so badass because they're all lifelong prisoners turned into like a killing machine. 
essentially right. turned into an apex predator by the prison yeah. system. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. guess this like I don't know. This is the song's not going the same direction, but it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, and abandoning you in space forever in a chamber full of things that'll freeze you if you go too far away. Like, yeah, Alien Three has a prison planet. Yeah, that Rid- Ridley ends up on, um, which is only men on that prison planet. I don't know how I feel about Alien Three overall. It I mean, was not strange. Trying to knock Ridley as a character. Anything, it was but... uh, it was a weird one. Not as weird as Four, but still weird. Um, it definitely wasn't like aliens. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, uh, uh, I think is so, is he going to space and then coming back next track? Is this, okay. I guess my question is, is this supposed to happen in chronological order? Do you know, or is, is this like kind of just like each track is like a new story in general? I would say it's not chronological order, but I, so it's, it is supposed to be an album based progression. And that's the, that's the bigger kicker. Yeah. So this album has a place, yeah. but it's a set of his experiences. I, as far as I would read it. And I've actually been digging really hard, trying to find a better description of the Voivod character and the backstory they wrote for him. I, and this is part that's getting me is I actually don't have any of this on vinyl right now because I'm guessing their liner notes have some cool shit in there, but I don't know. You know, Marvel should just pick up Voivod as a story and make like a comic of the whole run. That Dark Horse, man. Dark, Dark Horse no, you're right. Dark Horse. Dark Horse yeah. is way better for that. I mean, I love Marvel, but it's not it's not as gritty as it should be for Voivod. Um, I mean, Marvel can do. I'm not trying to say Marvel can't do pretty. And if you want to dig in, Marvel that, can do. Well, pretty. you know, they can totally pretty do pretty. Stuff. Speaking... You ever seen stuff on the Century? Speaking yeah, of Marvel, just, though, that's, that, that's, a good, that's a good mini storyline. Speaking of Marvel, Marvel, though, doesn't go as dark and violent as Dark Horse and some other comics brands do. That that one I'll give you. That's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's they're, my kicker. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there's, Sandman. there's ver- was... various darkness. Uh, Sandman was. Uh, I don't think it was Dark Horse, but it was, no, it was Sandman. a similar thing. Horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, uh. Apparently, Sandman was DC Comics. Didn't uh, didn't think they had it in them. Anyway, um, I was gonna say. Speaking of Marvel, though, this next song has a character that is experimented on with radiation, much like a Marvel character. Transition. This one kind of reminded me a little bit of like Iron Maiden, a little bit for some reason. I don't know why, but I think it's the guitar style on that song, like the way they're doing the. I don't, I don't, I don't know guitar terms. Yeah, the way they play that, it it reminds me of their progression sometimes. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. That that's probably it. Yeah, it seems like uh, more like a rock lick rather than a like a thrash lick, maybe. But Iron Maiden. Also, if you ever want like a deep dive for a whole fucking day, especially around a long road trip, start album one Iron Maiden and go all the way through. Don't stop. And you won't be upset about it. Like, you really won't. It's all good. I don't think they've ever written a bad album. Uh, well, there was 10 and... Well, there was 11, which was weird. 
it's they do weird but they don't do bad i don't think they ever made a bad album i will stand by that statement okay i think that i have uh i i am recorded saying that 11 is bad so i will have to stick with (laughs) Stick with my previous statement. That recording, real quick. I I really I don't know. I just it had it had the other new singer guy because ten and eleven had the other guy, and uh, ten was all right. I liked ten a lot, but eleven I just felt like really just didn't feel like an Iron Maiden album to me as much. But then I think after that's Brave New World, then they get right back into the groove. So. Um, but it was just, it was that like period with the, the other singer for two albums. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, this though, this song though, reminded me a little bit of D Louse and the Comatorium a little bit in the sense it's got that, it's that, uh, you know, evil overseers experimenting on the main character to gain his secrets or whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of gruesome. <laughs> yeah, how dynamic is this setup? I don't even know what they're getting out of them. Like they're I not even like. And... By the sounds of it, they're taking people that are seemingly healthy and like harvesting their organs and like giving them electroshock therapy and just beating them up. Yeah, it's just it's just they can stand. Just all seems so malicious. You yeah, know? Like, ra- it's called ravenous medicine too. You know, it's like. And like when I was reading the lyrics there where it says feel the scalpel they cut you with, it just like reminded me of those horror stories you hear when like um, the pain meds wear off or oh, uh, when you, the synesthesia or whatever wears or, off. Or back in the oh, day no. when uh, when psycho psychotic medicine was electric shock therapy type stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cutting into your brain. But I've yeah. heard like what was horror stories of people where they like they can they like half wake up during surgery and they can uh-huh. feel their body being like cut open and like yeah being poked from the inside and like they can't move or scream or do anything yes they would be able to this is oh, like man. this is like all of the the horror yeah. stories in a hospital like combined <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah if you ever want to be really disturbed for like a solid as long as you can handle reading uh look up old lobotomy stories oh like, no <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. it's a dark dark downward path yeah. that you're gonna go uh, on because like, downward spiral like they all nine gonna, inch nails uh, if you're ever gonna open me up just pump me full of drugs that's Jesus a fair point Christ. Well, i mean you don't have to uh, you don't, don't have care. to cut me open to pump me i don't drugs, want it hey you know what it might happen at some point where we live in a society where that stuff happens all yeah. i'm saying is if you're gonna cut me open for any reason I will, you know, I will I let you know before I cut you open. All right, John, I, I promise you that I will let I think you know. In the next episode, we're gonna just perform surgery on John. Yeah, I think that's probably what's gonna happen. Um, we're gonna have to. Hey, we need to practice. It. Get a mechanical so. surgery. I don't want to be numb. <laughs> okay. Even right. Comfortably numb. I don't want to feel it. Comfortably numb. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys ever watch Cowboy Bebop when they have that episode where uh, the the computer? Okay, the guy is like controlling a computer and is like trying to assimilate people into it, but he's actually not. And he's actually, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, I don't think really fucked up trippy episode. I don't think I fully, I know what to- episode you're talking about, but I don't think I fully understood it when I watched it. The, when, it's like some guy tries yeah. to upload his consciousness, except he yeah, actually yeah. isn't. He just made this story up so that he can try and exploit people. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah. there's more realness to it. There's always some weird, 
realness going on in Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of uh, that movie uh, Surrogates with Bruce Willis. Surrogates. I never saw that. That one's pretty good. It's like, like people like they don't go out in the world anymore. They have like these surrogate machines that they plug themselves into and it like uploads your consciousness into like a surrogate and you like walk around and that's how you live. But he like realizes that everyone's like this now and he's like trying to break away from it. They actually it uh, feels like it's ripping off Ghost in the Shell a bit just hearing that concept. But I don't mean to knock the movie because I know, haven't seen the movie. They're actually launching that program in 2021, guys, because uh, the you know it's going to be a while until the vaccine's distributed. So uh, I think Japan was saying that they're just going to throw a bunch <laughs> of uh, robots our way. So uh, you know we'll be able to go out, Maybe hang out with each that other. Giant, uh, what was that robot they were making? The... Oh, the the, the Gundam. <laughs> Yeah, they'll unleash the giant Gundam on us. <laughs> oh, man. Dildozer robot. Oh, what? what? Nothing. Did you say Nothing. Dildozer? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I unleash thought you said. Unleash the Dildozer. <laughs> uh, it's the greatest Cards Against Humanity card. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the Gundam thing I always thought was really, really funny that they actually are making a life-size Gundam. I, I think know. check that there out. Several now, like they've been messing with mobile suits in Japan just well, for fun. I think oh, there's just, fell over just for fun. I think there's just the one that's like <laughs> like life-size and can like move its like limbs. Like yeah. I believe so there's I just, just one of the creating real-life Megazords here, people. Yeah, so they make walkers like from Star Wars. I know they tried that, like the. Oh yeah, I always thought that was um, kind of impractical, but I mean. Yeah, well, and somebody was just like, "Dude, you could just like shoot out all the bulletproof glass that lets the person see, and then they're blind and they just stand there twenty feet above you." Great, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I never really understood the walk. Some of the Imperials' uh, uh, tools in that series, getting I mean, I crushed on the, by the Ewoks, like. like they shouldn't have got wrecked on by the Ewoks, man. They're cold-blooded killers. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Unless um, the Ewoks are an apex predator, and they're actually at the top of the food chain on their whole planet, and they're incredibly vicious. Holy shit. You know, you don't really see other creatures on that planet, do you? There are no other creatures on that planet. Oh, my God. Reese, you might be on to something. A, I'm going to become a hermit and turn myself into a Tusken Raider. <sighs> dude, have you seen new uh, Mandalorian episodes, dude? I haven't. Season three. I gotta, I gotta resubscribe to this. Or season two, story. man. No, no, no. Just just find a friend that's got the password or something, catch man. Up. I'll catch up. I'm <laughs> so far I'm still in season one because I started watching with Katie and Katie's not uh, uh it's about to get it's about to get real nerdy up in the Mandalorian. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> um, I got I got a friend who's gonna let me watch uh I think we're gonna start watching the Mandalorian on, on his uh Disney nice. Plus, so. Nice. Well, I won't ruin anything for you, but I'm really enjoying season two so far. Um, this next track, I'm just gonna uh, go into the next one is "Order of the Blackguards." All right, Order of the Black Guards. So this is like, I feel like this is kind of like, uh, like a revolutionary, like end of an empire kind of moment. Do you agree, Reese? 
I don't, this is one of those songs like I've, I've listened to and read the lyrics enough times and I'm just like, I don't know if I read it that way or the total opposite way. And I really, okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I, it might be a little of both. Cause it seems like, um, it, it seems like, uh, it's almost like a call to arms, but it's also like an erasure of like, you know, books and knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that it was kind of like a, <clears throat> it's like a mind control thing because it sounds like they're like burning books and yeah. like like burning information, and it says uh, the well, mission will continue throughout time. The manipulation of all fragile minds. You know, I think I think of the, I'm, I'm thinking of the next track. Actually, this is not an exercise; it's more of a call to arms type of thing. This is more just a uh, closing off people's ability to. It's like a, a Fahrenheit 451 kind of moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you're... it's also like, is the church that they're referring to the controlling thing that's been torturing this guy and running him into a space prison and everything else? Like, yeah, that's that's true. Like, how, I don't know how that really connects. Yeah, I like how they call the church an empire. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. really nice to just have that out in the open. Yeah, the church yeah. is kind of like a in no way direction. Yeah, an, un, an unclaimed empire. Over mm -hmm. millions of people. Yeah. We all live in different parts of the world. Well, it seems like well, in this world. Jesus. In it this is, world. It is claimed Cyber Lizard Jesus is somewhere up there and he's waiting for you. And he's that Raptor Jesus. Do you want to? Is he trying to eat you? I don't believe you? in Raptor Jesus, but I believe Jesus is coming. Is he, back. Is he trying to eat you, though, in the afterlife? Is yeah, that Mecca. how that. No. In a Mecca, I'm probably down. No, Jesus is just going to kill everybody when he comes back. Oh, Raptor man, that's, Jesus. That's There's no cool angels. Jesus. You just get up there to feed them. Okay. He tried to be nice the first time. He's got the ultimate Gundam. We can't beat him. Oh no! That's you know, I did. I did read that Jesus was coming back in a Gundam. So, um, you know. I believe he's going to come back in something like the Dragon Zord. Oh Why yeah, Dragon Zord. Like, like, like someone will be like, tur, 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 and then like Jesus exactly. will show exactly. up in a monster. Dragon Zord going to come out. And it's going to merge with the other three. It's going to merge with. It's going to merge with like Buddha. Buddha and yeah, Allah and like all the other gods are gonna come together and make like the megazord of all the different yeah. like yeah. and then we're all gonna die. <laughs> and then we're unless, all fucked. unless you unless you you know submit to Jesus. <laughs> well the yeah, the Jesus Some Buddha hybrid like, thing. point of humanity. This is what we are here for, <laughs> and they're just screaming the entire time, encouraging it. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. That is that is kind of what this uh this song feels like, isn't it? You know, that's kind of what's happening. It's just a, a de-evolution de of society. And uh, these black guards are now running shit. They're kind of like uh, an SS type of deal. A little know? bit. Yeah, yeah. They don't want people thinking. But um, I'm going to move on to this next track, though, so we can... I feel like they kind of both work together, these two uh, tracks, mm -hmm. a little bit. Like, one's kind of like the oppression of everyone and then this one's kind of like the actual fall of uh civilization um or at least for this album because like that's the thing this is just one album in the grander scheme of this voivod thing so like this is just another world gone awry and destroyed i guess so uh yeah this next song is called uh this is not an excuse or this is not an exercise. Yeah. 
Now I feel like this one's almost like like actually talking to you as like in less of a like metaphorical sense. Yeah. This feels I like a, it almost does feel like a real call to arms to like challenge the powers that be. Well, you know, it, it says right first like couple lines of the song here. Don't adjust your brain. It's now it's real, real, real. Woken up by a lot of noise in this morning. The day yeah. begins by the fear. Uh-huh. That's, that's pretty real. For yeah. The first like four lines of the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of um it devolves into uh well it 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 becomes like smashed up cars, uh traffic. Um, people plunging the TV set, which is another thing like that, um, you know, that goes back to that kind of being like robotic and, and not having much of a personality. Um, but yeah, like the like the, the society seems to be collapsing, burning, destroying, polarizing. They can't take the time to realize talking, screaming, protesting all that time spent. Let's start this bad surprise. So it's like evolution. Yeah, I think that it's like this is like uh, uh, them kind of coming to terms with the fact that they are in a fucked up, like dystopian police state thing, and uh, you know, their their you know library of Alexandria essentially has been burned in the last song. So like, there's like nothing left for them to like, you know, hold on to. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the, the lines too. They're fantastic. Like dehumanization and the lost cause. What's the future? It's up to me. No one's going to say that's a crime. Who's going to say there is not too much time? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like it, revolution now, it's happening. Realize it and stare it in the face, kind of like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It, it's definitely because um, it's not the, an exercise anymore. You got to get up and fight now. Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's just there's so much at stake. Like, I mean, he's he's described throughout the album all the things that are at stake um, by describing just how like horrible it is, just in general. You know, the torture, the like, you know, using people for their organs, the sending people to prison planets, the um, yeah. It seems like it, there's a lot of horrible stuff happening in this world, and that's all before destroying pulverizing yeah and that's all before this track you know what i mean if if it is chronological order then like this is like them finally reacting to all the horrible shit and rising up um which will still be like not you know like that's the thing like when civilizations fall like it you know often falls for you know a reason which is usually like people are being oppressed and they get pissed off about that and then it takes a while for civilization to take hold again hey, to grow it's, back it's into like, like uh, my, uh, communities and stuff so it's like like my friend nick says every time every time the rich try to take too much there's always a gallows somewhere in history for those kinds of people yep over and over again it, it it doesn't always happen right away, but when it happens, those, those yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and yeah, I think that that is uh, uh, what this, um, at least this world. I'm thinking of it as like this is one world, and like I think yeah. that's what's happening here is like they're about to, you know, topple the empire that they're oppressed by, 
but with it comes uh you know danger and uh you know on you don't know what's going to happen in the future um and i think this next song cockroaches is kind of maybe getting into that um but it is uh this is this is one that wasn't included on the vinyl but it is in the the cassette and uh uh tape so here's that Let me find that lyric. Sounds like the end of this album. Yeah, that's uh, the kind of a a conversion into robots like taking over and like ruling the world. Yeah, Yeah. it does seem like it doesn't go well for the people that have risen up in the last track. Yeah, because it says tomorrow they're going to leave. Machines keep running. It's and they're talking in this song about both both machines, and then it also sounds like the mutated nuclear refugees coming out of their nuclear war are like streaming in and eating people. Um, oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. So you yeah. got uh, you got robots and zombies in this planet. Yeah, I mean, let's, so, yeah, 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 essentially, yeah. Sounds like we're uh, sounds like they're talking about our world today. Yeah. <laughs> robots and zombies it sounds yeah. sounds about right yeah Heading towards the end yeah um yeah i would what like a monster mechanical creatures fire is their fear but you must burn the whole city so i feel like this is just very much a uh a, at this point maybe the terminator scenario it's evolved into like before they send John Connor back, which never actually fixes anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like continuously this, this, gets this war of the machines, and the machines just win. And yeah, yeah, and, and and it's like it's like they're literally caught in a time loop, is what it seems. In that I think series. the problem here is that Voivod yeah, never said get to the chopper. That's true. Voivod didn't include any Schwarzenegger lines. If he would have said, get to the chopper and I need a weapon, then it would have been yeah, fine. Yeah, but it, this ends on a, on a hard note, you know. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think that this is like, yeah, they're, they're responding to the uprising and uh, I don't know if it ends well for the robots or not, but like, I, I think the fact it that it's called cockroaches... I think, yeah, the fact that it says cockroaches for the title, I think everyone kind of is, you know, in the shadows and scurrying around and not living their best life. They always win. The so bugs and the next will always win. Yeah. The next album is like outside of the earth entirely, basically. Earth or whatever fucking, mm. you know, Morgoth, whatever. Yeah. But Well, you said there was an album where he owns the prison colony, right? There's a bunch of back and forth, and like at okay. one point, I know he's like torturing somebody, and yeah, yeah like he's yeah. it's like his role's been inversed, um, inverted. Oh, um, oh, so he's the one that's doing the the yeah oppressing. And 
And like, so the next album is like a, a whole other dimension where theoretically he's been sucked into another dimension. Uh-huh. Like he's no longer in this plane of existence. And the, so the question is, is Earth or wherever like planet he's from just completely gone, which seems likely. So mm-hmm. I feel like, like the cockroaches is the end of human civilization as he's stuck on his prison ship being tortured throughout space, trying to escape whatever it is. And after that point, he's like a an immortal non-linear being you know yeah yeah kind of like ender in the ender verse mm-hmm. at some point yeah yeah <laughs> hey scott hi hi <laughs> hi <laughs> in my zoom feed it's funny <laughs> uh yeah oh man uh i i just got i just figured out how to use the backgrounds on the zoom i'm growing the what the backgrounds on the Zoom, like I, I don't can... know how to do that either. Oh yeah, no, you can you can you choose do? a virtual background, uh, like yeah, you I know, saw Nate had some like we're in earlier. space, you know, we're talking about space, so now I'm in space. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my! It doesn't look Could great, be... but uh, it does something. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, um, a nice. Uh, nice little conclusion to this this uh story like i feel like it mostly connects besides like you know i don't know how he gets to space and back uh i don't know you know there's i have a few questions for sure but i don't know if this is really meant to uh understand the exact chronology of what's going on you know yeah it seems like it's like at times like I feel like the last three tracks really connect, like uh, very you know they're they're all kind of talking about like a similar thing and a progression of things, but um, and otherwise it's just describing that planet. Oh, you're gone, Brad. I'm gone entirely. Oh, oh man, no. <laughs> he's, uh, I've, he's I'm transporting to another universe. I'm lost in space. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. I hope, oh. I, I hope I don't become forgotten in space. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely have to do some more Voivod. I, I feel like uh, this is a story that I want to I want to know more about. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if we'll go if we'll just uh, to you know pick another one you know a previous one or or a later one that's just good or what. But do you have another Voivod that you think that we should cover in particular? Reese? all of them but no um that's a, that's a hard question i mean I, I i love the discography like i don't think i don't think there's one that i won't listen to i've, I've actually done a couple different road trips where like i've blasted this the whole way for like 14 hours from wisconsin back to colorado and stuff and nice yeah i enjoy it enjoy okay, it a lot okay okay yeah, we'll have to. Um, nothing, nothing. Face would probably be a really good one. That is like, I, I guess, like the broader consideration. I actually don't know if it's my favorite, but I think that it's the most positively reviewed and like loved of all of their albums, probably. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Nice. I will. Uh, I, I have some more home. I, like, I feel like this is my next uh, Iron Maiden now. You know. Um, yeah, that was like my pre. Yeah, that was my previous project was listening through the Iron Maiden discography. But I think that I might jump on to Voivod and uh, start to do start to finish. Definitely. I'm so curious. Um, but yeah, I think we're we'll, we're getting to the end of the podcast. But we will uh, get to one more thing. 
Uh, what has everyone been listening to? And uh, I'll go in the same. Um, oh wait, yes, yes, switched from when the the what is Dave drinking happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I'm gonna go in the same order, kind of. Scott, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, I don't know. Just a little bit of everything, really. Uh, Got to switch it up. Um, it's, a, it's a big one. Um, Listening to the beat of your own heart. <laughs> pretty much. Um, there's been some Children of Bodom in there. Which oh, is nice, good. nice, classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that is classic. Now, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, just kind of stuff along that lines. Like I, I listen to Pandora, so I'll put on like that artist radio and just kind of everything that follows with it. So, so some melodic death is what the kind of vein you're in. Yeah, pretty much. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. That, uh, mm-hmm. that gets me through, keeps me energized for doing schoolwork and shit. So <laughs> I'll send you some some stuff. Hell yeah. Always looking for new stuff. So nice, yeah. nice. Uh what about you, uh John? What have you been jamming on recently? Well, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Tom Petty, you know, just uh, okay, okay, Tom Petty and, and uh, his, heartbreakers, his, you know, collective works. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, always uh, get um, it was good to give uh, Nathaniel Radcliffe uh, a, a listen to "Hey Mama." It's a yeah, very yeah. good song. I've, uh, I've I've quite enjoyed that. Got the got a pretty good message. Uh, yeah, you know about how you know sometimes you gotta work for uh, you, you gotta work for when when you can say you're 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 doing pretty well. I, I just listen to the song; it's a good song. All right, all right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll check it out. Uh, what about you, uh, Nate? What have you been uh, listening to lately? And uh, you want to plug your uh, YouTube channel? Yeah. So <laughs> my YouTube channel once again is uh, Grimgar. G R Y M G A R. I'm on YouTube, and uh, the thing that I've been listening to a lot lately, for some reason, I I said this in the last one, but uh, Two Minutes to Late Night does a is a uh, YouTube channel that does a lot of cool covers of uh, metal songs, but also <laughs> non-metal songs in the style of metal. Um, but then via that, I've been getting back into Typo Negative, which is like a goth metal band from mm-hmm. the '90s that. Um, I could best explain as like, I could best explain as like universal monster character at trying to have sex with goth chicks, basically is the music style. Okay. It's sexy vampire music. Okay. okay. Like, like, uh, well, I, I was just listening to some Nine Inch Nails uh, today. Is it kind of in that vein? Or is that a different thing entirely? Nine Inch Nails, I guess, is his own thing. I guess they're 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 different. But you should check out you should check out um, "Be My Druidus" or "Love You to Death." From <laughs> Be my Druidus. Rust by, I like uh, I by like type of negative. Yeah, I like "Be My Druidus." That is uh that's a good title. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, what about you, uh, Reese? What have you been uh, jamming on? And uh, uh, if you have anything to plug to, you know. Two two bands, and these are pretty regular for me at this point. Uh, Solitude Eternus, which is like a slower doom metal band that I really really enjoy. Yeah. Um, I love me some doom. Actually, Saint Vitus too, which is another even like like 
saying Vitus is like plotting pace, but it's so good. Yeah. And then uh, Bolt Thrower, which is totally the opposite direction, chuggy death metal about sci-fi and Warhammer 40k destruction. Because um, that is honestly probably my favorite band of all time. And I love them and I have to listen to their discography at least once a month. And you just caught me right after that once a month. So Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. No, they're, they're, yeah, I have, I have some groups like that where it's like, well, for me, I have to, I have to stop myself from listening to it because if I hear it too much, no matter how much I like it, I will ruin it. <laughs> I, I can't ruin Bolt Thrower for myself. If I could, I would have already. You know, I guess, you know, that's tr- run the jewels though. I don't get sick of that's yeah. what that's the, oh. that's a caveat, but. I think we all have that. We all have that one that just like one or two that just like just connects with your soul on a level that like no other music does. Um, but yeah, as for uh, did, anything else you, were, you wanted to plug on that? All right. Uh, as for me, I've been listening to. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to this band in general, Inspector Thirty Four. Um, they came out with uh, this music video for a song called Gray House. And uh, it's really, really good. I highly recommend looking up the music video online. Um, but I, uh, I was friends with uh, one of the members on a fan page for Hollywood Handbook, which I've mentioned on the podcast before. And uh, it, is, it is a legitimately like great tune. Um, I really enjoy their stuff so far. And they're going to be on the podcast at some point in the near future. So, um, because I didn't get the name. Oh, Inspector 34, and the song is Gray House. Um, but uh, yeah, check out their stuff on Spotify though, it's really good. Um, I've I just listened to through their discography today, and it it kind of reminds me of maybe some like earlier King Gizzard before they hit Nonagon Infinity era, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of like psychedelic, uh, really cool effects going on. Um, yeah, really like it. And then, um, I was listening to some Nine Inch Nails, uh, preparing for an episode. And then Charles Bradley changes because I watched the music video for Hurt. And then the next one was Changes. So, <laughs> yeah, if you know either of those music videos, you know, like, yeah, they, they go together. Um, do you know what I'm talking about, Reese? Changes, the one by, um, Charles Bradley. I- or, I don't uh, watch music videos, and that's like well, I this one it's, it's do not. So it's a cover of a Black Sabbath tune, changes, um, but it's just like uh, kind of like uh, a soul singer um, singing it instead in a different, like kind of a different, like kind of gospely kind of way. Really, oh, the, really I, good. I love that song covered just about any way. I'm yeah, sure. it's it's one of the one of the better covers out there. Um, and then the 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 guy that did the cover like died like shortly after the music video and stuff so it was just like oh man um but yeah yeah that's what i've been listening to and then um we have uh some episodes of travelers a dark podcast uh check those out we have uh season one completed and we got uh hopefully an episode of season two out by now um and uh yeah uh, oh yeah oh i f- almost forgot we got the album concept hour side B coming up soon, guys, and uh, that is going to be involving Nate and Reese, and uh, we are going to be 
continuing off of uh, uh, what we were talking about in a previous episode about getting through all the 50 states because we noticed there's a lot of albums with states. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll have uh, side B. We're going to be starting to uh, record some episodes for you guys. And uh, it is going to be behind the paywall on our Patreon. I'm launching a Patreon, guys, finally. And uh, it's uh, not going to be Revolver Audio. It's going to be Flyover State Park. So I'm, uh, I'm changing the name because, uh, you know, obvious reasons, if you've ever tried to say Revolver Audio. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, just go to uh, um, patreon.com slash flyoverstatepark if you want to uh, support me. Um, we will be putting episodes out on there soon, but if you want to go and start supporting me anyway, they will, you know, all the costs will go towards, uh, you know, helping me keep the content going, guys. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm finally doing that Patreon shit. So if uh, you're ever wondering what happened to Revolver Audio, it's the same thing that happened to the O-Neaters. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, it's just, like, you, you, you can't quite read it the correct way. Uh, uh, I think when Scott Aukerman said it wrong, I was like, yeah, this probably isn't gonna, this probably isn't gonna work out. But, I, you know, I, I had a backup plan, so, fortunately, I, I knew that it, it probably wasn't going to stick. Um, but yeah, Flyover State Park, I got a logo and everything. Uh, uh, Nate hopefully will be showing up on some of that stuff with the games and uh, yeah we'll, we'll be uh, letting you know what new stuff is going to be coming out of uh, of the oven here and so. give Brad money for that on Patreon and he takes his clothes off he promised yeah and, and yeah well you know that's <laughs> like I said though that's going to be uh, 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 maybe tier three probably tier three um, For so. 49 99 a month Mm, yeah, you know what? I like that the, the price keeps going up. Four ninety nine a month. He says forty nine ninety nine a month. I, I like 49. that better oh, even no. than twenty. Drop a nine. Um, I'm actually gonna just have an auction uh, for that one. Maybe just you can you can keep on uh, uh, auctioning more and more. Um, How much is it for you to grow your hair out and do a naked Jesus with glasses photo shoot? Well, I mean, all I really would need to do was <laughs> is do the photo shoot. I'm already there. I have my COVID hair. If you haven't, uh... no, it actually has to. It has to cover your nipples, and then it'll be. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a lot more uh, classy. It needs to be mermaid. Okay, okay. I'm almost there though. I am. This is, I think, really the close. longest my hair has ever been. Um, and it's been long before, but this is this is COVID hair, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, <laughs> we we got. Sorry, I forgot we were uh, ending wrapping up the podcast. Um, so yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> that has been the the album concept hour. Check out that Patreon. Check out uh, Nate's uh, Twitch stream on Grim or uh, Grimgar and YouTube. Uh, YouTube. It's okay. It's okay. YouTube. I'll be on Twitch at some point. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. And oh yeah, and I will be on Twitch in the past when this comes out. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Uh, this has been the album concept hour. Thanks for listening. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Scott Wesley. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. 
please like us on Facebook or friend us on Twitter or MySpace and let us know what concept album you would like to hear on the podcast. See you on Side B. This has been a Revolver Audio production. Executive producer Brad LeBaron. For more podcasts, visit soundcloud.com slash revolveraudio. Or to support new content, visit co-fi.com slash revolveraudio. Mmm, revolver.